Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable, Bet Online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite leagues and events. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BLEAV to receive your rewards. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast, The Iron Butterfly. I'm your host, Polina Edmonds, and today's episode is a recap on the Grand Prix that just happened in France this past weekend. I'm going to touch on all four disciplines, uh, but we'll start out with the women right now. So in first place, we had Isabel Levito from the U.S. uh, who skated a beautiful short program once again. uh, She has that snake charmer theme. While she did land everything, I think it's important to note that the triple lutz, triple toe, she's taking off of the inside edge on the lutz and then on the toe in particular, it looked about half turn short to me in the slow motion replay. So there wasn't a lot of speed in the jump, especially after the first. She, again, uh, with that aggressive forward lean really cuts the speed and flow in between jumps so her second jump was really in one spot she's kind of having difficulty getting all the way around on that without that speed and flow Um, so in terms of the combo yes she landed it but uh, the quality was definitely not the best and it was short she also kind of bobbled at the start of her step sequence so there was some unbalanced kind of scratchy moments going on there Um, so overall I didn't think that the program was her best skate Uh, But she was rewarded with a higher score than Skate America, interestingly enough. Um, And then in the free skate, she had a really strong opening with a solid triple Lutz, triple toe. Again, that Lutz is taking off of the wrong edge. Um, However, she did do a second very difficult combo, triple Lutz, half loop, triple sow. Uh, The sow was also under. She's And she kind of deep squatted the landing and, and turned out of it. So... Um, there just wasn't enough speed and flow for her to be able to get around on that jump, especially mid-program when she's more tired. Um, she also did a triple flip that was a little under and scratchy in one spot with kind of an unbalanced landing off the double toe she had added onto it. Um, and then unfortunately, out of the final spin, she fell out of it completely, so she botched that spin. Um, Definitely not her best skate. There were a couple mistakes in that program, so the quality overall was not um, the the highest that she's capable of. The program itself, in terms of her her skating and her musicality, you know, is beautiful. She's very balletic. Uh, this program has a lot of very difficult and intricate transitions that really complement the music and just her style of skating. Um, so. With the scoring, um, she was given first place overall still. Um, She was definitely very happy with being in first place in the Kiss and Cry, um, even after making some pretty significant mistakes in both programs. So I I just hope that with her at her age right now and and just um, 
with her growing experience within the senior international field and as she continues to make her name for herself because she is so young right now that she's focusing on skating clean programs and skating well Um, and I hope that she's focusing on that primarily and not on placement just because you know the the placement can get finicky it's not in your control it's whatever the judges are um, feeling on that day and so um, I'm hoping that as she continues she she really is focused on skating good programs and I hope that her emotions match and reflect what she puts down on the ice in second place we had Nina Pinzarona from Belgium um, who this was her first season on the Grand Prix as well in the short program, she skated clean as well in the free skate. In the short, she did a triple let's triple toe, a double axle, and a triple loop. Um, her toe was quartered. She has a very whimsical step sequence. She she has beautiful skating, in my opinion. Um, I do want to see more toe point from her. Sometimes she doesn't necessarily super flex her foot, but it's just left kind of as is, and I want to see her extend um, her leg with, with her toes. She also picks her foot up on her back crossover. So this is something I noticed. Um, She's very elegant. She's a very graceful skater. But when she's doing back crossovers, something looked kind of off to me. And upon really kind of looking at her crossovers, she's picking up her foot as she crosses. So if she keeps her foot on the ice and simply glides it across, that's going to keep her upper body more still and less jerky. Um, And I think that will really, you know, help complement um, the, the elegance of her natural skating. I thought she was underscored in the short program just based off of the quality of, um, her jumps, her technique, and, and just her skating, really. In the free skate, um, she also had very strong jumps. She had the triple-triple. She has correct edge takeoffs. Um, she has beautiful layback haircutter positions in Beelman. Um, I love how much speed and power she has. She, she, covers the ice really well. Uh, One thing I noticed about her jumps is that she um, really needs to soften her jump exits a little bit more. They can get kind of abrupt in terms of her like ankle bend. So I want to see her kind of have some softer landings and and just not rush the jumps. Um, Again, would love to see her point her toes a bit more, uh, but I thought that she skated very well. She's a very strong skater. And honestly, I thought she should have won the competition based off of what she put down technically and um, in terms of her artistic ability at this point um, in the field. So I thought Nina was great. In third place, we had Rion Sumiyoshi from Japan, uh, who I think this is also her first Grand Prix um, as she was in juniors last year. In the short program, she unfortunately opened with a double axle fall, but then she did a wonderfully done triple flip, triple toe, and easy triple lutz, Um, and I thought her her skating and her program is is so pleasant to watch. She has beautiful posture. She has great movement ability. She's so light and airy and willowy. Um, I thought 61 was much too low for her quality of skating and her quality of elements, Um, so I thought she should have been higher in the short. And then in the free skate... She had uh, an amazing skate. There was one mistake in the program. She did a double sow kind of towards the end, uh, but she opened with this gorgeous double axle triple toe. It was huge right at the start. She covered at least half the rink. Um, it was light as a feather. You know, it was it was brilliant. And then she did a quad toe. It was very strong. I think it landed at about a quarter. 
And then she did a triple flip, triple toe near the end of the program. Beautifully done. You know, she just has amazing jump technique. Uh, she's she's my favorite skater right now in terms of jump technique, I think. Um, I think if you watch how calm she takes her time on her jump entrances, uh, she's very unique right now in, in the current field with this. She uses no upper body. She just has very good timing and she uses her pure leg strength ability for height to get around on her rotation. She has an excellent tight snap. Um, I think that her jump technique is very classic and, and it really complements her skating style of being light and airy and um, elegant. So I love seeing that combination and elements with the artistic ability. Um, she, you know, makes very elegant lines on the ice. Um, she's very gentle as a skater and she has so much speed. She has great skating skills, edge work, covering the ice. Um, I thought she should have gotten a higher score than 136, honestly. Uh, and she, she was definitely a delight for me to watch in this competition. And I think she's a very strong skater for Japan. Um, so I'm excited to see how she continues to skate this season. Another skater I wanted to talk about was Anastasia Gubanova uh, from Georgia. So in the short program, she did a clean skate, a very strong triple flip, triple toe, double axle, and a triple lutz with her hands over her head. Um, these elements were the best quality of the short program women's event. Um, so I think she should have been marked higher for that. Uh in terms of the program itself, I think there's a lot of two-foot skating in her choreography. Um, so I would personally like to see more impressive footwork from her. You know, there's a lot going on with the arms in this program. Uh, and, and that's the style and the character of the program. So it's cool that she's going for that. Uh, but I want to see that matched in her legwork, ultimately. But regardless, overall, you know, she's a very mature skater. She has uh, correct edges on everything. And, um, you know, with the quality of her jump elements, like how perfectly they were done, I thought 66 was too low. Um, so in the free skate as well, she skated very strong. I think, uh, you know, it, halfway or towards the end of the program, she did a triple double instead of a triple triple. Uh, it seems kind of like she was a little bit tired in the second half of her program, but she was really fighting for everything. It was a difficult program. I like this style for her. Um, it's, it's something that she excels in. And ultimately I just felt so bad for her in the kissing cry, honestly, because you could tell, um, that she was very upset with the scoring and honestly for what she put down, 120 was very low in terms of where we're at now in women's skating with the highest scores being, you know, 150s, um, 120 being 30 points behind with the most difficult elements. Um, she deserved to be scored higher um, and she is a beautiful skater to watch. Uh, so I, I'm not sure why they're dropping her so low. And it was it was very cruel of them to give her such a low score when she didn't make any major mistakes and she was really second after the short program going into the free skate and then she's put under uh you know skaters from japan and korea ahead of her that did make significant mistakes much more significant than any mistake that she had made so um i really felt for her in that moment and she she just wanted to you know get up and leave the kiss and cry and you know at some point you put so much effort and you put so many hours and and tears and you know 
just like muscle ache into this sport day in day out and to just kind of be dropped like that by the judges and competition um politically is it's gross honestly it's it's just really disheartening and so I really felt for her and I thought she should have been on the podium um I thought that the quality of her two programs uh Nina's and Rion's should have been the podium and honestly I probably would have put Isabeau in the fourth place because um Isabeau's short and free skate was just not up to par with what she's capable of so I, I didn't really agree with the scoring in the women's event some other women uh, who were also at this event that I wanted to touch on so Laureen Schild from France did two clean programs as well um, she definitely needs to work on her presentation and just kind of put more choreography into her programs. Uh, but overall, you know, her free skate was so strong with very difficult elements. And sh- they also only gave her 120. So, um, you know, just want to support Loreen and hopefully see her continue to skate well this season. Kimmy Rippond, also from Switzerland, was at this event. I just love her skating, but unfortunately she made mistakes in both programs here. Uh, Now we know that she's injured, so wishing her a very speedy recovery. She's a beautiful skater, um, so I'm hoping that she comes back strong in the second half of the season. Mona Chiba from Japan, also one of my favorite skaters right now. Unfortunately, she did mistakes in both programs as well, so um, she seems to be having some difficulty mentally performing uh, at these events this season, which is a bummer, so I'm hoping that she can get it together. Uh, Wakaba Hugichi from Japan was also at this event. Uh, I was so happy to see her coming back to competition. Um, she definitely needs to work on upping her technical now. She needs to bring more difficulty, uh, but her skating is just beautiful to watch, so I'm excited to see her progress. Um, and last but not least, we also had Hayan Lee from Korea here, uh, who is our current world silver medalist from last season. Um, So I was definitely disappointed to see her make mistakes in both programs at this event. Um, So hopefully um, she can come back stronger at the next one. All right, let's talk about the men now. So in first place, we had Adam Siohimfa from France, uh, who skated so well here. His free skate was just electric in terms of the energy and um, everything that he put out. In the short program, he skated clean. He did a huge quad lutz, a triple axle, quad toe, triple toe, um, and just an amazing step sequence with so much flow and speed. Uh, And in the free skate, he also skated clean with a quad lutz. It's so impressive to watch the height on his jumps. He really covers so much air. Uh, And his landings are so solid. Whether he's perfectly centered or not, he's fighting for every landing and and making those landings strong. So that was really notable to me. Um, He had just a great mentality in both programs. He came to win and he did. And it was amazing. Um, He was a little late with his final pose in this program. Uh, He does this like amazing aerial too on the ice kind of at the end of the program. Um, it, it's it's so impressive to watch men skating in general with where they're taking the sport, and uh, Adam is definitely a performer. Um, I thought his quads overall were stronger than Ilya's in terms of the strength and execution overall. Um, he just has so much power in his skating as well. I feel like his transitions are a lot easier than Ilya's, which I'll talk about Ilya in a second. Um, so in terms of the choreography and the transitions of the program, um, Adam's 
are are more simple but overall the performance and the energy commitment to movement was uh obviously better and and then at that point the judges have their preference over what they like um and i think uh adam just skated so well so i was really happy to see him win after skating like that in second place we had Ilya Malinin from the u.s who in the short program uh, did beautifully done elements, a quad toe, triple let's triple toe, triple axle. I thought his skating was great in the first half of the program. It felt very crisp, and I thought he had great ice coverage and control. Uh, but then he kind of fell in the step sequence, and that shook him out of character. So I kind of felt like the rest of the program was uh, not giving the same effect as the first half. Uh, he, you know, in the future really needs to hit that step sequence with more precision and charisma, uh, just as the program develops, uh, because the music does get faster and he has all these this footwork. So he really needs to um, just continue to get into the groove with that choreography and, and really just light the program on fire at that point. In the free skate, uh, he did an extremely difficult free skate, the most difficult. So he had two quad Lutzes. Um, he had a quad sow, he had a quad toe, triple toe, he had a triple let's triple axle. Uh, you know, it, it was incredibly difficult. And the transitions in the program are also all difficult turns, uh, very unique. So um, yeah, it, it was impressive on that front. Uh, the quality of his jumps in the second half of the program became a little bit worse. Uh, he kind of had to fight for that toe-toe combo. Um, he flipped out of his half-loop sow combo. Uh, but overall, I think I think the artistry, it needs a lot of work and just in terms of really getting into his knees and, and covering the ice with big crossovers and pushes. He just needs to keep working on his power overall. Um, I also think his back gets a little bit stiff and his shoulders start to rise towards the end of the program. Um, he focuses a lot on his arms and I think he just needs to kind of in incorporate his body into those movements um, as the season continues. But, you know, the complexity of all of his difficult transitions, uh, I thought, were more difficult than Yuma's and Adam's. Um, so if he can get the power uh, to his skating, that will really help him in the component side of things. A very great uh, competition for Ilya, uh, and I'm glad that he had um, such fierce competition early in the season so that he can practice, you know, having to put this out instead of just coasting with a win. Um, so uh, I'm really excited to see him in the Grand Prix final soon. In third place, we had Yuma Kagiyama from Japan, uh, who is totally my favorite men's skater right now. Uh, in the short program, he just had an incredible skate. Now, his difficulty in terms of the technical is weaker right now um, because he's on his comeback season. So he did a beautiful quad sow, and then he did a triple let's triple toe. It was huge, uh, but it was just a triple and not a quad. And then he did an amazing triple axle. Um, his step sequence was just on fire. He uses so many beats of the music. I think there's great choreography and musicality from him. He's full energy and his commitment to movement is just easy. Uh, and it's it's just, he has great technique and posture. Uh, I loved it. And then in the free skate, I thought it was absolutely beautiful for the program. He did an outstanding quad sow and quad toe. Uh, both, I thought, should receive plus fives. I thought they were perfect. Um, he did have a couple of mistakes. He did a single axle and a triple flip flip out, but otherwise the program was just phenomenal. Um, the quality of his skating, he's so soft and elegant in his body movement. His artistry is just 
uh, wonderful to watch. And he has so many spread eagles and in and hours in the program. Um, his step sequence starts out slow with the music and increases in speed of movement with the music. So that was so great to watch. Um, and I, I think just the quality of his jump technique and execution and his spins are just amazing. So I loved, loved, loved his performances. I thought third place was well-deserved for him. And um, I think if he can up his difficulty as he continues his comeback, uh, he's going to be extremely competitive. I also wanted to talk about Camden Polkinen from the U.S. who uh, skated in the short program, a pretty good short program, honestly. He put his hand down in the quad toe, but he didn't fall. Um, and then he continued clean the rest of the program, which is a great start for him mentally. Uh, in the free skate, however, he did fall on his opening quad toe, and he, he also popped something. So, you know, overall, he's a gorgeous skater, uh, but he just needs to do it. You know, he needs to skate clean. Briefly want to talk about in pairs. Uh, so Trent Machad and Leah Pereira from Canada won the pairs event. Their short program was excellently done. And then in the free skate, um, overall, they skated very strong. I think Trent made a couple little mistakes, but um, they skated really well. Uh, and I'm just so happy for them in their win here. So we'll be seeing them at the Grand Prix final. Valentina Plaza and Max Fernandez from the U.S. were also there. Um they're very pleasant to watch, uh, but they're still kind of making mistakes. So um, unfortunately, they're not getting scored very high. Uh, and then Danny O'Shea and Ellie Cam were also there. Unfortunately, they withdrew from their free skate. And last but not least, I'm just going to talk about the dance really quickly. So in first place uh, was Charlene Guinard and Marco Fabri from Italy. Uh, who have a very interesting free dance. Uh, I think the choreography is, uh, it's it's very modern. There's a lot of really cool moments. Uh, however, I just don't feel like Charlene is graceful enough. Um, so for me, uh, the program just doesn't really do it. And so I just want to see more gracefulness from a leading team. In second place was Laurence Fournier-Baudry and Nikolai Sorensen. I really, really love them. I loved them last season, uh, and this season I, I love their program as well in the free dance. Um, in the short dance, they skate to Top Gun, and I think it's a really cool theme. I loved their costumes, but I felt like the composition of the program didn't really make sense. Um, I thought they were going to tell, you know, a little bit of a love story with the Top Gun in, in their outfits and everything, and then it just, it it wasn't. Um, so uh, that's, that's something that I would have liked to see but their free dance Ave Maria I mean it is just beautiful she is so elegant so soft with her movements yet so powerful and can be strong and sharp um, and she has this really good quality at showing tenderness um, so she's she's just an emotional skater and it it is um, just beautiful to watch them skate so I loved their skating um, also want to talk about Christina Carrera and Anthony Ponmarenko, who got fourth place here. Uh, I love their free dance. I think their free dance is so well constructed. I think this theme is so perfect for them to keep building uh, as an ice dance team because 
they do such a good job with the emotional aspect of this program. Um, all of their movements and their just emotional facial range is incredible. Um, and it's only the start of the season, so I can't wait to see what this program continues to do for them. Uh, but one thing I think that's important to note about Christina and Anthony is that really all of their movements are very pleasant. Um, that's a testament to both their skating ability, but also their choreography and, and the way that their programs were made and built for them. Um, and so I think they're just in really good hands. Um, I know their program is very difficult as well, and I thought they did a great job at executing. I thought they should have uh, been on the podium. Honestly, I would have had them in bronze. Um, I really liked their free dance, and, uh, and I think they're a really strong team for the U.S. and for the world. Of course, I love Hannah Lim and Yi Kwan, uh, the Korean ice dance team. I love, love, love their free dance. Once again, just wanted to shout it out uh, because whenever I watch it, especially that ending, um, it makes me emotional. So it's the Umbrellas of Sherbrooke program, and it is honestly my favorite free dance of the season. Once again, I was so happy to get to watch it again on my screen this time. Um, so if you haven't seen their ice dance free dance, uh, go watch it. So elegant. Also wanted to shout out Lorraine McNamara and Anton Spiridnov from the U.S., uh, who their free dance I also really, really like this season. So um, it's it's full of very elegant, very balletic movements. The lines these two make on the ice are just incredible. And um, the softness as well as the speed and ice coverage and the power that they demonstrate um, is amazing. I think the composition of the program is excellent. Um, and I think that they also need to be scored higher for uh, you know, the quality of what they're putting out. Of course, in terms of elements, um, I'm not a nice dancer, so I don't quite know what I'm looking at, but in terms of their skating ability, their look on the ice, uh, the pleasantness of all of their movements, you know, nothing's awkward or ugly. Um, everything is just, it's beautifully done. So I really enjoyed watching their free dance and I'm excited to continue to watch their season as well. All right, that is it for my Grand Prix France uh, review. And uh, yeah, tune in next week for the Cup of China Grand Prix recap. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.